Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hi guys, it's Chelsea with a quick little addendum before we get into this week's podcast. Unfortunately, after we so excitedly announced our um, 50th episode live call-in show in a couple of weeks, Sue found out that she has to be in LA, and I found out that I'm more than likely going to have to either be in DC or be on a shoot uh, here in the city that will likely go until all hours. So that 50th episode week is just looking like it's not going to be able to be a live 50th episode celebration, sadly. But uh, we are going to definitely, definitely, definitely reschedule um, the live call-in show for some time, hopefully before season 6B starts in January. I'm pretty sure that we can find a week that works for us in December. So because we've been pre-recording a lot and recording on different days a lot because our strangely our work schedules have just been so changeable and weird uh, at the end of this year here. So as soon as we know the new live call-in date, we will let you guys know. And if you don't already follow us on Twitter or if you're not friends with us on Facebook, please, please, please right now do yourself a favor and go and do us a favor and uh, check us out at Cabernet and A on Twitter or Facebook slash Cabernet and A. You can obviously follow us too at the Chelsea White at the Sue Funk. And I ask that only because that's the best way to get um, new information and latest information from us because as we schedule the show and as we give you guys information about like where the two live tune-in link is and all that fun stuff, you're going to want to be in the front lines so you can mark it on your calendar. So we will get that coming to you as soon as we can. And until then, please enjoy this week's Cabernet and A. Hey, you guys! It's Cabernet and A! We did it. I'll never get tired of doing that ever. Uh, guys, welcome to Cabernet and A. This is just such a treat. We uh, are recording this a little bit in advance. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, <laughs> this is recorded probably two weeks before you're listening, but it's... So you guys are in the future. Yeah, you're We're in the future. We're so 2000 in the future. Oh my god, tomorrow, I don't remember if I talked about this. Yeah, we talked about it last time. On the one that's going to air on Wednesday? Yeah. I'm in your head, I already know what you're talking about. It's back to the future day it's tomorrow. Back to the future day tomorrow, but not really. But now, on people listening to this, They've already it was back to it. the future day Two weeks ago, there's like a lot of space-time continuum happening now, right now. In this actually, when this podcast airs, people will know whether or not the Mets are in the series. Oh or my not. god, are you or so the Cubs. excited? I, I'm so. That just reminded oh, yeah, me. I was like, I didn't tonight. check the score yet. Well, so here's the thing, guys. Are you I found out that whenever I watch, they do worse. So oh it's like god. very much like sports, like um, superstition. So that, like, if I just, like, quickly check the score, they're usually fine, but if I watch actively, that's when they fuck up, and it, like, also gives me a lot of, like, anxiety. 
I understand. Watch it. So it's tied right now. Okay. okay. We'll see okay. what happens okay. later. Okay. But like, Ooh, I'm okay. But it like makes me sad because I love watching. I mean, I could watch. It's not like really my power, but I feel like whenever I'm like intensely watching, totally. that's when they fuck up. So I'm like, I can't. I can't do this to them. It means too much for me. Um, but I would love to go to a World Series game. My boss oh, was yeah, like, I'm totally going to go to a World Series game if the Mets get in. And I'm just like, I want your money. Right? Um, like, what kind of monetary situation would that even be? I was just like, please, I grew up in Shea. That's where I learned how to curse. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about randomly the other day? Something that I don't think I've ever... Tanuki's just taking a nap on the... <laughs> on the oven. Why do you know? He hasn't gone up in the oven, like, I don't think since he set him, his whiskers on fire, like, three years ago, and suddenly, in the past few weeks... It's Maybe like, he's cold and he feels the burner light? Maybe that makes him feel oh, warm. No, maybe. Know. Guys, we're so off track right now. I haven't done the business. We don't even you don't you don't even know what plot what we're talking about. I don't know what we're talking about. I was just about to divulge something like very heartfelt and meaningful, but <gasps> do it. I'll do it after the business. No, give the heartfelt. Guys, it's, we all want to It's know not even that heartfelt. Thing. It's just because you were like, oh, whatever, and that's how I learned how to swear. And I, for the past like couple of days, apropos of nothing, I was just thinking, will I regret someday that it's recorded forever? Because it's one thing like when you're doing stand-up and it's like goes into the ether. Because mm-hmm. like nine times out of ten that you do stand-up, no one's necessarily recording it unless you're like doing a, you know, yeah, a, like a, a set that you're trying to make a tape. Um, but will I regret that I have myself for hours and hours on tape swearing and uh, drunk and talking about my sex life? Or will um, it just be special when I'm 80? I think it'll be special. <laughs> I just was like, it'll be special because I can't take it back. <laughs> no, I mean, I just feel Chelsea. like I, lo- I would love to say that I regret nothing in my life. There are definitely things that I'm like, oof, if you gave me a chance, I'd redo it. But right. I've learned from it. Like, I like sure. to say I learn from the m- mistakes. Sure. We all but, like um, I just think, ultimately, you're somebody who lives in the moment. We're both somebody who lives in the moment. I, I think that's the beauty of this podcast is that we are a little off the rails. But we're also very genuine. I agree with that. And, and I think you know, we're also both the type of people that, like, or I get, I mean... Don't let me go down like an existential rabbit hole, people, because that's <laughs> not, certainly not why you came to this highbrow podcast. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'm definitely the type of person that's like, sure, I'm not going to act a certain way if I'm in a business meeting, but like, this is. It, I wish. Swearing <laughs> and, and, and like, whatever, or what's even you trying to say? I'm trying to articulate it in like a very uh, eloquent way, and I just can't. But like, it's not representative of the whole exactly or like your character I feel like we as humans put too much emphasis on like oh well if you say this or if you do that and it must be indicative of like your character you're like it's like no that's something that society made up like that's like a fake thing yeah you know what I'm saying very true and I get so um I can go on like a whole so I wish I was better behaved in meetings I definitely (laughs) like have problems with Sometimes I just speak my mind way too freely. Like, I'll be like, well, I wouldn't do that because that's a fucking stupid choice. Right. And I'm like, and like, I realize as soon as I say it, I'm like, oh, that was rude. Um, <laughs> everyone can feel their opinions and have opinions. <laughs> my opinion is that I wouldn't do it because <laughs> I don't think it's the best route. But see, I respect but, like, <laughs> that because I feel like I am the opposite, especially at work, where even when I should be voicing my opinion, I'm still very, 
Like, I do the the classic girl. Like, I mean, well, I mean, I just want to say, or, oh, I'm sorry, but it's like, no. No, my, my, <laughs> what are you doing? My inclination is to be tenacious and speak my mind. I'm very robotic at work. It, it actually surprises even myself when, like, people ask me what to do. It's like this thing in my brain just knows what to say. Like, when people are like, what should this post be? I'm like, you want engagement this way? You want to present this way? It has to be this time of day. Like, it's all these formulas that are, like, in my brain that I yeah. shoot out like I'm a crazy robot. And then I will also give my opinion in the crazy robot. And then it's like, but it real me is in the back of my brain eating popcorn. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, shit, you said that, girl? And I'm like, oh, all right, bring all of me here. Like, I've got to be all present now. Because there is such a... I've just worked in especially the digital space for so long that there is so many just like plug and play moves that totally. you do. And it's not that there's not creativity, and but even in some ways my creativity has a its own mind. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know I thought about that. That was great. That was a great idea. Totally. <laughs> but I, I definitely think that most of like my conscious self is just like in the back of my brain being like, what am I going to eat next? Exactly. Exactly. I wonder what I'm going to watch tonight. <laughs> do I have to do something this weekend or can I just stay in my bed? That's that's a lot of my thoughts. I'm when right is the next you. day that I get to just sit on my couch and do nothing? When can I play Candy Crush again, which I just started playing I, now three years late? Fun fact about me, I do not play any video games. At all. Oh, God. I no, I stopped game. after college because I played a game called The Same Game. It was where you had to like get the letters. It it was uh, it was called same because you had to like spell the word same in a certain way with blocks and colors. It was very similar to like Candy Crush and Tetris and all these things that everyone gets addicted to. And I started dreaming about it, (gasps) and I started just like I found myself in class not paying attention because I was thinking about. The same game? The same game. And, like, when I was going to play it, and I realized that I was doing the same thing with, like, Super Mario Brothers and all these video games. I was just, like, GoldenEye. I just kept playing all these games over and over, and I started to find myself addicted to them. So I just made a staunch rule that the only game I'm allowed to have on my phone is chess. That's really interesting. (laughs) And a good decision. Kudos to you for being strong enough to make that decision. Well, I just just didn't want to waste my brain power on that. I mean, not to say that I'm, like, super hoity. Like, I waste my brain power on (laughs) On so... plenty of other more important things. I mean, I watch all the Real Housewives. Right. All of them. Right. Like, that's... There's not... There's a lot of brain drain going on in my life, but it was just one of those things where I was like, no, this bleeds into so many other things that it's it's a detrimental habit. Well, but it is very... And I relate to that a lot, and I feel like I'll go in waves because I can get into something... Like, when I was younger, like, I would go in waves of different, like, Super Nintendo games that I was so into and couldn't wait to come back to. And then I was so into, like, I mean, I don't even know. Uh, I kind of actually, then when I moved to uh, my new apartment a couple of years ago and sort of revived my Super Nintendo. Oh, we know what that sound is, listeners. It's time for Tanuki's Insulin, but I'll finish my story quickly. I got into, like, Dr. Mario and old school games. And then now, yeah, I'm, like, really into Candy Crush because when it first came out, I actually, similarly, I was, like... You can't download it, Chelsea, because if other people are this into it, you're going to, like, your life is going to yeah. be ruined. Because I will get really into it for an extended period of time before I finally break out. 
So then for whatever reason, I was just like missing sort of having a way to tune out. Because I think yeah, there's something it else is. too. It's like, yeah. especially what we do, like it's very creative, like you were saying. And I think I will like long for something that's like a mindless, there's a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. It's just a very mindless like task that like, there are yeah. levels of completion instead of, like, creative stuff where you always are like, could I do that better? Could I revise oh, yeah. that? So I got into I was, got into Candy Crush again recently, and, oh, yeah, I'm like – well, I was talking about it on the podcast two weeks ago that I just laid in bed on Saturday from 8 o'clock to, like, 1 in the morning. And it, but it was like the be- – I was just like, I don't want to be anywhere but here. <laughs> but that's good. No, I think – You need time you, to you tune out to. sometimes um, because it gets crazy. Absolutely. But you tuned into this to talk about pretty little Which liars. we will. And, Sue, you do the business yeah. while I give Tanuki his insulin. Well, you have to give him his food first, right? Oh, yes. I will give him his food <laughs> and, then and then his insulin. insulin. <laughs> Thank you for not leading. I don't want people to think that she's doing it wrong, guys. As, as you know, this is also part cat diabetes instructional. Well, yes, of instructional. course. Shout out to Shelby and Vader. Nice to see you guys. Um, so, tonight we are drinking 181 Merlot. It's not a Cabernet because the wine store by us has reached, they reorganized the store and I literally couldn't find any Cabernets because they did it by country and now it's like you have to figure out the country that has the Cabernet Sauvignon grape and then you have to find that and you have to find it in affordable. It was just too much, guys. So, um, and then I got 181 because I thought, I got confused and I thought it was like 187. Uh, So I was like, oh, it's perfect. It's like murder. But no, 181 is just a random number. (laughs) That's so Um, funny. That's why you got it. Yeah. So uh, it's a really nice, rich wine, though. Uh, It does contain sulfates. If you have headaches from red wine, maybe this isn't your one. But it's really a nice, rich wine. Um, I had it with the steak salad, and it was very complimentary. I highly recommend trying some. Uh, It's very good for the cold weather. It's nice, warm uh, wine. Uh, Also, if you found us, you're probably listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, or iTunes. Welcome. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast, uh, where we do talk about Pretty Little Liars eventually. Sometimes. <laughs> also, see, that was a very fun and informative description of the wine you just gave. Thank you. Um, so, if you are listening to us, please give us all the reviews and all the stars that you can. Uh, we really appreciate any words that you have to say. Constructive criticism is always welcome. Uh, we want to make this a fun podcast where it feels like you are hanging out with us, talking about Pretty Little Liars and life, and drinking some wine. Uh, that's really the goal here, and so we hope that you are enjoying it, and let us know. Uh, and if you rate us on iTunes, it helps uh, push us to the front so that more people discover us and join the party. Um, with that said, tonight's party, uh, was watching the Turkish version of Pretty Little Liars. Should we try to pronounce it? Tati Kukuk Yalan Silar. Perfect. I mean, that was the most, uh, I don't even know what the word would be. That was Uh, Other, 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 uh, languagist. Of me. Sure. It was very other languagist of me, which means disrespectful to a language that I do not speak by pronouncing it in a comical manner. But I mean, listen, it's got like things that I don't even recognize. So we're doing our best here. 
Um, I, I'm going to Snapchat a picture of Chelsea right now because she has... Oh, did you do it already? I did it already. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll take another one. Come on. Because she's sitting here, uh, in case you guys are listening to this when it's up, which you probably would because unless you're in the apartment... Um, this is uh, Chelsea <laughs> posing with her uh, syringe full of insulin ready for the cat. She's just sitting here gesturing with it. It's very funny. <laughs> I gotta wait till um, he eats. So, yeah. So, uh, I what? found out on Reddit that there was the Turkish version, which was like a remake. It's not the girls that we know it's a different little bit of a different story it had english subtitles it's on youtube if you want to try and find it we found it by just typing in pll turkish mm-hmm. um the subtitles were kind of off and it started to get a little bit hard to follow in the middle we watched about 40 minutes though and then uh it's an hour and 45 yeah, minutes it's which like is almost like almost two hours that's a like lot guys it's a tuesday night it's a work night for us oh, right yeah. now so, uh, it was just getting kind of wonky with the subtitles. So. Yeah, it was really hard to like because we were getting to the point where the subtitles were coming up for the next scene. So, then by the time you got into the next scene, you had to like figure out how it was all fitting. Right. So, um, I will say though, it was, uh, it was an interesting show. We ended up fast-forwarding to the end because we were like, let's see how this story plays out. And spoiler alert, doesn't appear as if we missed much, if anything, no. in the 40 minutes we fast-forwarded <laughs> Yeah, through. I think we, we I really... Like, did we actually fast-forward? What just happened? Yeah, because it felt, it felt like things kind of were moving slow. It was very different. I think the first thing that I noticed was that it's... The beginning feels very similar because it's all the girls. Yeah, should we out. just kind of like walk? Let's like even more than we usually do. Maybe like walk through for just because I feel like are most people listening going to actually take the time to watch? I mean, you guys, you guys have things to do. You I mean, I feel shouldn't. like there's a lot of people who have kids that listen to this and like you guys like have long commutes. To live. You know, you guys don't need to spend an hour and forty five minutes watching this. So maybe so we should just I, give it to you. Yeah, because that's what we're here for. We're like the cliff notes of PLL Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny because, well, first of all, I mean, like, Hannah's name is Handy. Hefty Handy. Yeah. Spencer's which, Celine. Yes. Allison's. Alice. Achelia. Achelia. I don't know if I caught the other two. I feel like you did at some point for Emily and Aria. Um. I tried to. Let's see. El, one, maybe one was like Elsa or something. Ebru is Emily. Ebru. Um. Acelia, Celine, Celine Spencer. We said that Astley is Aria. Oh, Astley. Okay. So basically, when it starts, they're all um, in someone's house. They're in Spencer's house. Okay, or the Spencer's Celine's house. house. Yeah. And they're watching. They're gonna watch the movie Scream, Scream. which I love because it's one of my favorites. But I love how one of them described it as a, the '90s cult movie. Which I guess is true, but it was just so funny because you're like, oh yeah, like they're like whatever generation they would have been. Yeah. It is sort of like, oh, remember this? Like it would be like you and me watching like 
Halloween, a seven year eighties cult movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure, a nineties cult movie that to me feels like it came out a year ago. Uh, so they're watching Scream, which is fun, and someone calls them. Like, then basically they're in the movie Scream. Well, they're waiting for oh, Ashley. Achelia. Achelia, sorry, Allie, Allison. To come, and then they're like, oh, she's probably dating some movie star. She's so pretty, and uh, she's so much better than us. And uh, Hondi is saying this as she's just, like, eating so much, like... It's so sad, the Hande character, uh, because she's just basically sitting there with a giant thing of popcorn, and they, like, all at one point tell her she's eating too much, and she's just like, I can't help myself, I must <laughs> eat. Really she's like, I, get, I got dizzy because I hadn't had food in my mouth for a minute. Like, it yeah, was it was, like, like, pretty, it was over top. It was really, like, the saddest fat girl ever. Like, you know, I think they did a, it, it makes you almost appreciate Hefty Hannah more. Right. Because, like, we, we feel like that was heavy-handed, but just watching Hondi, it's just like, oh my god, it could have been so much worse. Yes. Because it was just literally, like, Hande <laughs> was sitting there being like, if I don't eat, I can't live. Like, I just <laughs> oh have god. to keep food in my face. Like, she even, Hondi. like, at one point, like... When Celine, uh, the Spencer character, is, like, cooking, she's just like, I'm watching it fry, it's coming, the popcorn is coming. Like, she's just <laughs> so happy that it was going to be popcorn time soon. Oh, and I feel you, Hondi. We feel you. Have you something on your eyelash. I do? I don't want it to get into your eye. Oh my god, get it off! No. Get it off! Is oh it gosh. living? No. It's just, like, it's closer to the corner. I got it. Oh, phew. Guys. All that was like of, a close one. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh my right. god, we almost all died. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, Hondi's eating like a maniac, and then as they're watching Scream, someone calls, yes. and basically at the in the movie Scream at this point, it's like the deep voice. It's like I'm in the house. Yeah, it was great because they had it um, on a projector screen, and it was frozen with uh, Drew Barrymore, like kind of like turned, looking scared. And cool. as they're going through the house looking for the person or just all listening to it. And it's obviously very much like Scream where it's like, I can see you. Oh, like, I'm like, oh. Celine puts it on speaker and she's like, oh, now I can hear all of you. I wrote down two good uh, subtitles. One was, I'm entering the house. Let's all have fun together. <laughs> was something that the person on the phone said. And then when they hang up, Celine or one of the girls says, he was just a dumb who was having fun. So <laughs> it's, it's a very fun, very fun subtitle translations that I, th I think would be the main reason to watch this. Yeah, there and, are definitely, like it's, it was fun to read them out loud because it definitely Which misses. I appreciated you were reading them out loud to me, which is helpful. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, you were looking like, at your phone and I didn't want you well, to miss Well, I was trying to do like thing. notes and stuff. I know it was hard because I was really trying to write down, I mean, more notes than usual because I was trying to like, yeah. so, so that we could remember what happened and totally recreate what happened for people other than just our usual, yeah, our usual crazy notes. But yeah, it was very nice. I was like, Sue, can you always come over and just yeah, sure. describe television? I like reading things. <laughs> We should have Katie Kampa come over and read. She loves reading out loud. She said that last night when I was on the Shade of It All podcast. Nice. Which, uh, shout out, I don't know when it's coming out, but the Shade of It All is a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, and I talked about my experiences working with the queens of season four, because right now on Logo, uh, there's a revealed 
version where it's kind of like pop-up video. Except oh, nice. Instead of just having pop-up facts, which they also have, uh, RuPaul comes up in a little like circle in, in the corner of the screen and like says shady things about what's going on. That's so fun. I didn't know you did the Shader Wall podcast. That's fun. Yeah, I just did that last night. night. Yeah, That's awesome. and um, I just I loved working on season four, and I love that they're doing this revealed season of it because I I worked there for that season and I loved working with all those queens they're just super talented it's the ones with like Latrice Royale Willem Sharon Needles one spoiler alert but everybody (laughs) says that Chad Michaels I mean it was just a lot of very very talented drag queens that were on that season so um anyway back to the subject at hand so um, the girls are trying to like they're like running around the house with a knife like oh my god where is this killer person and then someone comes on the stairs and they're in the screen costume and Celine is like about to stab her and then you guys who do we think is in the screen costume? Achelia! Achelia! And she reveals herself as a brunette with curly brown hair. Yep. Um, whom I think in American standards would be more of a girl next door than a bombshell beauty that yeah. Allie is. Not like I... Sure, I know you mean You that. know what I mean? Like, it Allie's a not like, a, uh, like somebody that you would use as a pinup, but I feel like Allie is just a stunning girl. Yeah. From a young age. Yeah. And that's her thing. Yep. And I think it was very interesting seeing the reveal of their Allie character because of all the girls, I feel like she was actually more plain looking. I agree with you. I agree. I thought that too. It was an interesting, you know, cultural sort of, because I assume in Turkey that probably yeah. like the darker features are more of the like, you know, quote Seven. unquote, like uh, standard, you know, the gold yeah. standard. Yeah, it was interesting. And um, she was also one of the shorter ones. Of the, mm-hmm. She was shorter than Spencer by a good amount. I feel like Allie is too, but it was, it was just an odd. I thought the Spencer character was like a mom for about the first ten minutes well, until she said something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Is that one of their moms?" Like, oh no, it's just Spencer. But I think it's funny too because the Spen- even though she does have a similar like mom kind of feature, she had a very similar build and mannerism yeah. of the Spencer character. Definitely. She's got that slight body where um, it's almost. Boyish, I want to say, yeah. but not in like a, a negative way. It's yeah. just you know a, a very slender, Definitely. not curvy kind of body. Definitely, um, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it was just uh, interesting to me to see in comparison. Like I would almost feel like Hyundai was prettier. Hyundai's the only yeah. blonde person as well. Yeah, uh-huh. like all the girls are brunette. Um, yeah. The Emily and Arya character look like they could be twins. Very hard to tell apart. We were uh, definitely doing one of those. Wait, is she? Or hold on, which one's that? Was this the same one? Was she just in the last scene? What's going on? Um. So anyway, so Ali, the Ali character pops out. She's just as bitchy. Yep. Just as much of just a kind of like Tuesday. yeah, whatever. I'm gonna. You guys are stupid and I'm cool. Let's watch the movie. <laughs> what movie are we watching? And then she like that was the the thing that surprised me. She was like, "Oh, what are we watching?" And it was like, "Scream, scream." We we know you came down to scream. You yes. already said it. You obviously know. 
And then she kind of was still making references as if, like, oh, maybe though someone else is out there watching us. And she's, like, staring out the window, and everyone's like, all right, relax, Achalia. Just yeah. watch the movie. But then she does, she stands up and does, like, a very serious stare out the window, similar to what Allie does in episode two, which we had just watched recently, which is uh, the Jenna thing, where she says, like, oh, it's Toby outside. Oh, yeah, good point. Good it was point. very similar to that, but we don't see anybody. She doesn't say anybody's out there. She's just kind of like, maybe there is. Yeah. And then as soon as they start asking her, she's like, ha ha, got you, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm going to go sit down and watch the movie again. And then uh, they cut to later that evening, and it's very similar to, um, actually, I would want to say more season three. I was going to just say the same thing, and we didn't even talk about this, but yeah. It's more similar to the season three premiere, where Spencer is sort of looking for... Um, Emily. Emily, yeah. It's very similar because, uh, so she wakes up and, like, the girls are sp- sprawled around the living room. It's, they're not in a barn. They're in a living room. And, uh, you know, Spencer wakes up and she, or Celine wakes up and looks around at the and uh, sees that Allie is not in her bed. And so she goes through the, uh, she looks, opens the door, and then hears her scream. Mm-hmm. And so then she diligently goes back inside, gets rain slicker, like rain boots. She suits up. Yeah, she really suits up. She takes time to to get prepared for the rain that's outside. And uh, proper, I think in true Spencer fashion, goes out to the woods prepared. Right. I feel like she probably put some, you know, probably some anti-lice spray on or something. (laughs) She packed some snacks. Yeah. She got like a switchblade in her boot. We don't she, know. We're just assuming. She she looked ready to take on anything. But it was interesting when you pointed out when we were watching Sue that um, it, it was kind of interesting that we really got to see Spencer searching, whereas in, of course, you know, the other times that happens, it's just her talking about it. But, mm-hmm. like, we see her get up. We see we hear Allie scream. Yeah. I think I heard a scream. And then, like, she's going out looking for her. She kind of wanders down because they're in the woods, and they kind of she kind of wanders down to, like, a pond or sort of lake. situation or like a it. lake situation. And she... She hears screams again. She walks, keeps walking, goes to the beach of the lake, and then sees something on the ground and runs towards it. And it's a red coat. <gasps> dun, guys. Dun, dun, dun. There's all sorts of like things happening from multiple seasons in this. Yeah, it feels like they're kind of picking and choosing things from all sorts. They're grabbing around. So, also FYI, my boss yesterday wore a red coat to work. And me and Christina were like, is our boss red coat? And, like, you know, we tried to joke with him about it, and he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're like, okay, bye. <laughs> Whatever. He's obviously... So my boss may or may not be Was he like, guys. bye, I gotta take a shower. Yeah. And you were like... <laughs> we're like, Sarah? We knew. We knew. <laughs> so anyway, she finds his red coat, and it's like, da-da-da, cut to a year later. Right? Does yeah. that basically go to real quick show? about the shower Harvey thing though? Somebody on Reddit pointed out that um, when Emily was hiding something from her mom in a previous season, she just kept, said she just kept taking showers to avoid her mom. And then they were like, it's so that she wouldn't have to talk to her. And someone was like, A, how did I not notice this before? B, how did Emily not be like, 
this girl keeps taking showers. She's obviously avoiding telling me something. I know that trick, bitch. Yeah, That's like, hilarious. oh, oldest book in the oldest trick in the book. Old, oldest book in the trick. Oldest book in the trick. <laughs> Guys, one eight one. Time is oldest tale. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but I'm getting so, mad text messages here. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna ignore them for a while. Okay. All right. Um. So, so one year later, then she well she goes back and says oh, she's missing. Right. 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 I don't know, because this is at the point, I think, where I was dealing with Tanuki, like, climbing into cupboards. Okay. He's been a maniac tonight. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, he's, he's like, a, mood. a lot of energy. But that's fine. His blood sugar's on point. We just so got word from the vet today. He's a good mood. His blood sugar's on point, so he's happy. Okay. Um, anyways. Any hoodle. Um, there, she's like, she's missing, and then it goes forward a year? Yeah. Basically? Okay. So she comes back and she's like, I found this and she's messing. And everyone's like, ugh. And Hadi's like, I've got to go eat more. (laughs) (laughs) A year later, we cut back and we find, um, what is her name? Uh, Asli. Asli. The Arya character. Yeah. She's on the beach. Oh, also there were... It was an ad for cheese at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. That was the other thing that's very interesting is when you watch it, um, there are no commercial breaks, but there are banner ads at the bottom that aren't like the normal YouTube served ads that you might see. It's it's similar to like um, 30 Rock makes fun of it a lot. Like when they have yeah. those things where she's like, it's Smash. Like they just yeah. did that on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Too. She's like, it's the Smash Girls below me right now. Right. Like it's they just like pop on and off. Like, yeah. Those, like while they, you're watching yeah, the show. They call them the lower thirds. Yeah. 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 Are being served underneath. Uh, yeah. And there was uh, and anytime they got a text message, there was an ad for a phone, the phone that they had that at the hilarious. bottom of the screen. I mean, well done, Turkey. Yeah. Which I Do mean, you. phones and cheese. I can get on board with <laughs> all the things they're advertising. <laughs> Phones and cheese, Cabernet. <laughs> um, so there's a cheese ad, and then, but yeah, uh, the Aria character was swimming in some well, sort of lake. She sits on the the beach and is like thinking about them all playing uh, in the water. Oh right, uh, together, and everything seems so much simpler, and they're all Talking just laughing times. and playing in the water. And so she takes her clothes off, and she's wearing a bathing suit, and she decides to go, it's a lovely bathing suit. It's a nice, uh, yeah, it's nice, nice turquoise color. Very stylish. Uh, and she goes in for a swim, and then she looks back, or do we see it first before she does? I, I think, think we, we see do. it first. There's a black hoodie. It's like watching her. Yeah. And it's like, we're both just like, whoa, Black Hoodie this close already. And then she turns around and she gets to see Black she Hoodie. She looks at him. Which, yeah, it sets a very different tone. Yeah. So she sees Black Hoodie. She's standing in the water. And she and then he's kind of looking at her stuff, which she had left, obviously, on the beach while she was swimming. And she's sort of like, don't do it, you know, in whatever yeah, Turkish she, subtitles. Like, don't steal my stuff. And he straight up stealed her stuff. <laughs> but then she, it's like funny though, again, with the subtitles, she's like, do not escape. <laughs> do not go, steal. Oh yeah, and after, after he steals, well, well, so yeah, he's like running and she's chasing him through the woods. Yes. Barefoot. Barefoot. Wearing oh, her bathing suit. Because so, he has her bag, which has like her clothes, her money, everything. And she kind of like loses him in the forest and she yells, I am left destitute. <laughs> and then. Yes, that's right. 
And then a car almost hits her. And this is actually the point when we realized, because at first we thought she was the Emily character. It's like, oh, swimming. It must yeah. be the Emily character. But then this, she almost gets hit by a car. And, of course, who gets out of a car? We're like, oh, it's Ezra. This has got to be the Ezra so character. So she must be Arya. And this man has the nicest head, head of hair yeah. ever. And, in fact, it was, like, scene by scene, he was getting more and more hair. <laughs> like, a couple scenes later, Sue was like, did he get hairier? Like, and not like a, like a, like a Harry and the Hendersons, Harry, like, crazy, but, like, it was just, like, his hair got more flowy and full and, like, voluptuous almost. Like, it yeah. was just very, like, sexy 90s kind of hair, I would yeah. say, that we would like, like. You know, yeah. that, that flowy, yeah, it's got ear like, length kind yeah. of hair, um, like a like a 90s rock band video totally. kind of thing. And um, so he comes out and he's just like, what's wrong? And, and she's just like, oh, somebody stole my things and I have nothing. And he's like, here, use my phone, call your people. And she calls and she's like, no one's answering, they must be outside. And he's like... She hands him back the phone, and he's like, no, keep calling people, like, I, I can help you. And she's like, I've never had to learn phone numbers other than my home. <laughs> I have no idea how to get in touch with anybody. <sighs> and so he's like, well, I will, you can try and remember, and I will take you to your home. And, you know, he, he's very much the overly sweet Ezra character yes. of just, like, Whatever you need, I am here for you, right. and I will be wonderful to you. And he like gives her his phone and like tells her the passcode. And oh yeah, like, that's yeah. the other thing. He's like, you can trust me. My passcode's three four three five, which I remember. I love that's his remember passcode. That. That's guys. hilarious. Oh my god, we could totally use his phone if we met him in real life. <laughs> um, and then we see a commercial for a phone, and then uh, so then she gets into his car because she suddenly feels safe. Oh wait, no, 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 I forgot the best part. So he's, like, talking to her, and he goes, and she's just like, I don't have my clothes, I don't have anything. And so he goes to the trunk of his car and op opens it up, and she looks at him like, are you going to put me in your fucking trunk now? <laughs> and he pulls out a t-shirt, and he's like, oh my god, she said that? I thought you were saying that as funny commentary. No, nope. She actually said that in the subtitles? No, I don't think she does. Oh, I, but I think she, she, like, but she gives him a serious I'm look. I'm kind like, of like, why are you opening your trunk? Yeah. That's hilarious. She, she may say, what are you doing? That's hilarious. Because she was very much like, what's going on right. now? This is like, no what fresh hell is this? Popping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we're also missing screen cleans right now. I know. It's okay. We're well, DVR. We yeah. both have DVRs. Everything's great. Um, but... So, yada, 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 they get into the car, and uh, he starts driving her, and uh, they're talking, and all the while, in the backseat of the car, is this, like, giant guitar. It's not even yeah. a guitar case. It's like a stand-up bass case. Yeah. It's, it's like a straight-up cello. It's yeah. Like it's taking up the whole backseat. And so, like, there, it's a Sorry very- Sorry that there's a fire right outside my bedroom. <laughs> There's a very innocuous conversation of just like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then she's just suddenly like, oh, my God, you're a musician? Like, she just saw the right. guitar. And it's just like... <laughs> you just knew. That's, like, literally looming behind you the whole time. <laughs> so he says, yeah, I just do it for fun. 
but I've got a gig tonight. And she's like, doesn't sound like it's just for fun if you've got a gig. And he's like, well, you can come. And she's like, all right, well, my house is not the one on the left. Bye. And disappears for all intents and purposes from his life. Right. And he definitely does that, like, sitting on the car being like, I like that girl. (laughs) She's mysterious. And she gets home and her mom is just like, don't you dare track mud all over my floor. Right. Like, what the fuck happened? And, like, and she's Mom, just like... Mom, you noticed? I'm disheveled and wearing, like, a men's t-shirt and no pants. But she, like, doesn't even say... She's just like, it's a long story. Can I go put on clothes and, like, flick the bean? Because I just saw a hot guy. Like, she doesn't <laughs> even, like... She's not like, oh my god, Mom, my shit was stolen. My phone was stolen. This is the worst day ever. Yeah, she's like, Mom, lay off. She's just kind of like, Mom, I'm so wet on so many levels. <laughs> Don't. Oh, yeah, at one point, wasn't that one subtitles? Like, the oh, seat yeah. is wet. Yeah, that's right. The seat is all wet. He was like, why are you squirming? And she was like, my seat's wet. And we're like, And he's like, oh, it's okay. I don't sit there anyway. <laughs> well, then after all this uh, innuendo, the best thing of all time happens, which is we go back to Celine's house and we get to see Turkish Peter Hastings Which and his awesome mustache. Yeah, that mustache should have its own show. Oh my god, it's it a is awesome. It is the most. Who has a mustache like that? It Which was what like I was thinking. It's almost like a Yosemite Sam, but like less curly at the end, like mm-hmm. less long. But like if he like trimmed it, maybe it yeah. was like a more sophisticated lawyer. Oh yeah, I, I just like it was so full. And it was incredible. It was beautiful. Yeah. And uh, he's talking about lawyering with his wife. I think she was talking lawyering things, too. She might have been talking some lawyering. I, I feel like she was not just, like, a stay-at-home lady. They were both very rich. They're on the veranda or the lanai. And then, um, well, actually, this wasn't this... Well, yeah, I think we... Then I think we maybe bounced back to Arya and Ezra. But then we come back, and it's... Um, Melissa's there with Iglaz, or the Ren character. Yeah. It's like Iglaz or Iglaz. Oh, hold on. I, put, I wrote it down. Iglaz. Iglaz. And he's the creepiest motherfucker you ever will see. Like, he is a caricature of a character. Like, he is just the, like the face he's got nightmares. horrible facial hair. Like, yeah. just like creepy, straight up creepy facial hair. Like, when you see it, you're like, oh, that guy's a creep. He's calling that thing underneath his slip a flavor saver, and you're already <laughs> like, <laughs> when you see him. He's um, disgusting. But that makes her like go into this flashback where she thinks of um, the Alley co- character. Echelia. Echelia. <laughs> you're very good at that, Thank saying you. that. Thank you. Um, was razzing her. Yeah. Basically yeah, being yeah. like, you want to bang, Igle? I saw you blushing. What's up with that girl? You want that sweet pea? Like, <laughs> what's up? And she's like, don't you dare say that. And then, like, she kind of, like, grabs her by the throat and is like, I will kill you dead right here. She's, like, putting her hand over Echalia's mouth and is like, stop saying it. And then, But she does say, I will kill you if yeah, you keep saying she that. She does. She does. Which is um, some nice little red herring thing, I think, yeah. that, on their part. Um, and then we flash back, and they're just sitting there, and he's a creeper, and, um, 
And then they take a little swim. Well, or... yeah. So he's swimming, and she's just like stand. She went for a walk or whatever yeah. around the pool, as you do. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Come in," and she's like, "No, I'm just sitting here, hanging out." And he's like, "Of course." He pulls her in, and then he tries to make out with her, and it's almost like a very it, it it's it's rapey. rapey. It's rapey. Yeah. Like I felt like I was like, "Where are Benson and Stabler?" Right. I don't feel safe. Where's fake Mariska Hargitay when you need her yeah. to be in per- Turkish BLL? Can Beatty Wong come by and just <laughs> save everyone with his uh, head shrinking? Um, so it turns out that he that this guy is a bad dude, and he's trying to put the moves on her. Yeah. She doesn't ever seem very interested or responsive. Well, that's what's so weird about the whole thing. Advances. It's weird that she has the flashback where the Allison character is like, "Ooh, you're in love with you know, yeah, you're flashing like him." Because she legit, when he tries to pull her in the pool and tries to make out with her, she's like, "Get the fuck off me!" Like she's very like. She's, I think she so, makes it very clear that she is not interested. Yeah. Totally. So, I, so uh, then we go to the most amazing montage of the modern age, which is Hefty Handy, no longer Hefty. And she is shopping. She be shopping, she y'all. She be shopping. Bitches be shopping. Handy be shopping. And it is the most delightfully... I mean, it looks like a Saturday Night Live version of a Pretty Little Liars montage or something. Yeah, like she's like bouncing around. She like walks towards the camera and looks left and looks right and then walks out of frame. She's like bouncing around shopping. She like stumbles across some donuts at the mall and has like a oh. crisis of conscience. And then she's like, "No, honey." And then she like walks off and is like, "I'm going to be popular and skinny forever. Donuts be away." And yeah, it was very fun and magical. I was almost hoping that it would turn into like her buying all the like because she she ends up like every store that she walks into, she gets a plethora more of bags when she walks out. And I was hoping that she would just like buy all the donuts, and then you would see her like eating all of them, crying, and then just her like walking out of the bathroom crying, like, <laughs> just. Like, just not that I ever wish bulimia on anyone or make just light of it, but it was just like it was it was so ridiculous. But I do like that in this version it wasn't I don't believe that there was a bulimia thing. It was more like she has self control now. Yeah, exactly. Which was nice. And she's also not the one shoplifting, so what happens next is the character, which at the time we weren't sure if it was Aria or Emily, but it turns out it was the Emily character. Yes. Which is interesting. She is getting caught shoplifting, and Handy, like, stumbles upon Emily getting, like, stopped by a shopkeeper, like, that she was shoplifting. And Handy, like, saves the day and is like, let me pay for it with mommy's credit card. And she does. And and then the Emily character's crying, like, my scholarship got taken away. And she's like, what does the swimsuit have to do with the scholarship? And she's like, well, I need it for my swim team. I'm supposed yeah. to get a scholarship yeah, for the swim team. So, like, swimsuit. it was just, it was stupid. It, it was necessary shoplifting, I guess. Yeah. It, it was very, like, it wasn't the frivolous shoplifting of sunglasses that we right. have in the American version. It right. was like, no, I really need this in order to get by. Right. Um, which was harrowing. Yes. Um, I will say that I was like, oh, the Emily character's annoying in both cultures. 
That no matter was, how you slice it. No matter how you slice it. You want her to shut the fuck up. Um, and that's but, about the time that we fast forwarded. Well. Oh, no, because Arya goes to see Ezra's, Ezra play the guitar. Yes. And they, like, have a beverage. Yeah, and they're they're very flirty. I couldn't really keep... That was when things started to get, yeah, like, that's, really... That's when we were like, should we just cut to the chase? Because this is really not matching up. Um, but... Yeah, so... Then, oh, and then we also see Handi go home after the mall. So Handi pays for the swimsuit. Right. Which is like 1200 Turkish dollars or whatever. Yeah, whatever that means. And we see Handi sitting at home, you know, just not a care in the world with her, her loot next to her. And her mother comes home. And the Ashley Marin is also very different in this. Yeah. Uh, not as, like, I would say sexy. Yeah. But definitely, like, a power mom. Like, yeah. got the power suit on, working really hard. And she's just kind of like, Hundi, where are you? Instead of eating all the food, now you spent all the money. Um, that's not what she says, but it was more like... <laughs> it was a sentiment, though. She basically says, I was, our accounts were overdrawn. The bank texted me, and it's the amount of the swimsuit. So basically, she could cover all of the other clothing, but that swimsuit really put her over the, the bank. Edge. Um, so they, she's like, she says something really mean. She's like, "You should live with your father if you want to spend that kind of money." And Hondi's just like, "You really want me to live with my dad?" And she's like, "No, he doesn't want you either." Or, like, something like that. And she's just like, no, we've got each other. We just can't do this. And then Hondi's like, I don't need any of this. Like, I'm fine with it. I will never go shopping again. They have a nice little moment. And, like, Hondi's like, I'm going to make us some Turkish coffee, which is just coffee there. (laughs) Um, And so we get a little insight there. And that's when we started to fast forward. And then... The first thing we landed on, which was interesting, was, like, a scene where someone, I forget honestly who it was even at this point, but they were getting a text, presumably from A, and the way they do it in the Turkish version is you see the text is, like, the, the, the text of the text is written so that we can see it on the screen. It's sort mm-hmm. of written on the screen almost as a, you know, lower third or a subtitle beside the phone, and then it kind of, like graphically like dissolves and flies away yeah it's kind of fun and interesting so like instead of like flipping around and seeing from their like point of view looking at the phone you're looking at them looking at the phone and still from still from the audience point of view and then see the text that was Mm -hmm. an interesting little uh artistic choice and then um and then basically her message was that if she doesn't tell about if you don't tell about what's his face getting frisky in the pool, I will. And so, um, she's just like, I can't. She puts it down. And then, um, it turns out, the next morning, she's sitting there with Melissa. And Melissa's kind of being a little shit to her anyway. Yeah. And Spencer's not caring, and she's getting ready for school or whatever. Oh, we forgot a very... Important part, sorry, backing up. Uh, they do the one year later after she's, uh, after the Allie character. 
what's her name? Achelia. Uh, is <laughs> missing. And we see the flyer similar to our American PLL, but the flyer says that she is 21 years old when she's missing. So these girls are older than our girls. Yeah. So that's yeah. something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. So when I say she's getting ready to school, she's probably getting ready for university. Right. Um, and so she's getting ready for school. She's starting to put her stuff away. She's barely paying attention to Melissa. Melissa's opening up some mail and gets a picture of Celine getting frisky with Evie. Evie <laughs> And uh, is basically just like, you bitch. Yeah. What is this? And so Celine's just like, no, 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 that's not what happened. He tried to like force me to, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you never said that. Why are you saying that now? It's very convenient. Um, you've always wanted to be me. You used to steal my clothes. Now you steal my man. This is horrible. Um, you just can't stand that I'm happier than you. You don't want me to be happy. And, and then Celine goes, this is bullshit, sis. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is bullshit, sis. Um, that none of this is true. And she, Melissa ain't having any part of it yeah. and just says, go, leave, go. And so then she just kind of runs off and meets yeah. up with the girls. And they're all hanging out in the quad. She's bitching to the girls. She's like, my sister's a freaking bitch. She doesn't believe me. And they're like, oh, she'll get over it. And then She's she had a gets great an shot. A text. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, who was it? Is it A? So that means in the part that we fast forwarded, they all probably got some A, text. a little tidbits here and there. Um, and the A text said, I don't remember. That was the subtitles at that point were going really fast. fast. And I yeah, so it was them. hard to follow. So the A text said something menacing. Yeah. I will assume. And then. Oh, wait, they decide, they, it was something about how it was all where it started. So they all had, to, they, they decided to go back to the summer house oh, where right. they watched Scream. But wait, before that happens, okay. the little tidbit, before we see them go back to the summer house where they all watch Scream, which is the big finale scene, we see the Ezra character. Oh, that's right. And he is meeting up. It's basically like a little like flashback. It's like him looking menacing and like getting into his car. And then it's sort of like a flashback to the day where Arya's stuff got stolen by a black hoodie. And we see Ezra and the black hoodie. And Ezra like gives the black hoodie money and takes Arya's bag and like looks at it and like looks menacing and like looks at it again. And then he we goes... We actually see the, a, the hoodie see the character. Hoodie. So I don't know if that's their A or not. Or if it's just supposed to be like that was a... A robber. Yeah, like another red herring. Like, oh, we think that's the A. But really, surprise, it's just like... Maybe this Turkish A doesn't long. even wear black hoodies. Maybe that was like a whole red herring maybe. from day one. So yeah, we see the hoodie's face and just some random... I don't can even tell if it was a guy or a girl, to be honest. But he, like, takes the money. I think it was a fella. So Ezra gives him the money and takes the bag. And then he goes to Arya's house and drops the bag off and, like, splits. And he Arya's the mom old opens ring the door. And run. The old ring and run. And Arya's mom opens the door and is like, what's happening? And then, um, and then we see Ezra back in his car and he gets an A-text. So it's sort of like, oh, you think maybe he's A or he's bad. Yeah. But then he gets an A-text. 
and it's like, I know what you're doing. Stop it right now. Or yeah. something to that effect. Something yeah. about like, stop it right now. And everyone's like, or everyone being the audience. And They're then now the girls are driving to the summer house where it all started yeah. with the watching Scream. They have a taser gun and pepper spray. Yeah. And they're going to confront. And Hondi is being very Hannah-ish and just being like, what the fuck are you doing with this? Like, this isn't going to help if someone's going to kill us. And like, it's not going to work. Spencer's being very Spencer and being like, what else did you bring? Like, I'm the one that did this. Shut up if you said you wanted to come. Right. And Arya's very much like, I think we're gonna, we shouldn't do this. And like, Emily's like, eh, I'm scared. <laughs> and they end up back at the summer house uh, where it all began. And <laughs> they're looking around and uh, the projector's on, which I joked, oh my god. We've let the projector on for an entire year. <laughs> um, oh, and someone, that, a character that we could not identify with an eyebrow ring was watching them, followed them in a car, which they didn't notice that a car was following literally directly Yeah, it was an them. electric blue mini that and was they, following them. He was literally like three yards behind them. And they're like, oh, good thing no one followed us here. And he's like stalking them in the bushes and watching them go to the house. And at first we're like, is that E. Glass slash Ren? It but kind of looked like him, but we didn't recall him having the eyebrow ring, so we don't know. So, so maybe still he's out. like a Toby. We don't know. We're not sure. You need to, I guess, for that reason alone, maybe watch and come to your own conclusion. If so you guys can go through that middle them. part and get the subtitles to yeah. work, let us know. If you guys want to watch from uh, Ezra, I guess and Aria from forty-five club, minutes to like. To An hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. Tell us what that. happened. Yeah, that's cool. So they're in the house. Ibrahim's stalking them. Suddenly, a video on the projector comes on, and it's that night that Ashelia yeah. disappeared. And it's them, and they're like, someone was watching us that night. And then what we see from the outside is when... Uh, Achelia was looking outside. So yeah, back in the very beginning, as you remember, when we were saying that Achelia was like, what if someone's still watching us? And, and she, she was doing the stairs into the distance. We see from the outside point of view, she's kind of smiling outside, looking right at the camera pretty much. So it's a really cool shot where it the was. four girls are watching the projection of the video from that night, and Achelia is staring directly at them, which mm -hmm. means she was staring directly into the camera of whoever was filming that night. And yeah. they're like, Achelia knew the killer. And then it was something like, do you want to meet me or something? Or like, and now we meet, or... Yeah, then all of a sudden words flash up. But how did you know that's what it was? Was there because a subtitle? Was, yeah, there was oh, a okay. subtitle. Oh, I missed the subtitle. Then like words in red, like blood-looking letters flash on the screen, like it's time to meet, or we meet now. And the girls are footprints, footprints, footsteps, and we see the killer, we don't know if it's a killer, but we see basically like... A guy's feet, very well dressed, very jaunty, mm -hmm. like boat shoes and sort of like rolled up like powder blue, yes, like very like eyes on jaunty pants. And uh, we see his feet, and like he is the person that's entering the house. Whether or not I'm sure that he's probably not the killer, it's probably a red herring. But that's the last thing we see. And then um, the Spencer character like sort of lunges for him and gasps. Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. And then roll yep. credits. 
So, guys, if you're intrigued and want to watch more Turkish PLL, check it out on YouTube. I will say, though, the thing that I know, like, I was kind of like, this show's horrible. <laughs> like, I said this to Chelsea, and I was like, and then I realized this is the exact show that we watch in America. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I will say, like, we've had people, if you're a fan of the podcast, you've listened to us chat with others before about like people who've never seen it we drop them into the show and we ask them what their feelings are and a lot of people say it reminds them of the early aughts uh, soap opera passions yeah and i feel like this feels very much like a foreign soap opera like yes. uh feo betty um which is Ugly Betty, I believe, yeah. in yeah, Spanish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which is the first, that's the only Ugly Betty that I watch. I only watch this, the Spanish version. Oh, that's so funny. Version, um, because in high, in college, I was friends with a girl from Puerto Rico, and she was like, this is the best, funniest show. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so, I... I just feel like it's very melodramatic and drawn out yeah. more in a way that's almost difficult for me to watch because it, it just very much feels... Telenovela? Yeah. Yeah. There, it's that kind of acting. But yeah. with that said, I feel like some of it's really well done. Like like we said, that shot of uh, Achelia looking outside the window is very menacing. She has yeah. that... I feel like it, the actress who plays Achelia, as much as I was like kind of... Not hating on her looks, but I was like, she's just not the, well, the we standard as the American. American like Allison, yeah. I think that she's a fantastic actress and yeah. plays the bitch very well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would go back and watch more of them. Although, like, it was like afterwards, it was like the finale is next, and we were like, <gasps> do we? But it was also another hour and forty five minutes. I know it's like too much. Like, why so, is every episode a movie? Yeah, it, it just felt. Very time commitmenty, yeah. so I don't know if I would do that. But um, ultimately, it made me miss our PLL. Yeah, yeah. I liked ours better, um, but I'm, it was interesting to see what another country's interpretation of it. Yeah, was. I'm glad that we watched it. It was interesting. I was I was very sort of uh, okay. Riveted is very strong, but like I was like very glued to it for maybe the first 10 minutes and then and I could have honestly maybe even like gone through some more of it it really was the subtitles that ultimately yeah. lost me I mean it did start like the little the beginning was interesting and it was novel because you're like oh, it's like our pillow but not and you're like you know yeah. and then as it goes on it was like okay okay slow mm-hmm. slow slow okay now the subtitles are wonky okay now I think the thing that was really just very very difficult is when yeah. subtitles are off I feel like I'm somebody who watches television with subtitles. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. In fact, a lot of times I really like it because I feel like sometimes I'll miss what they're saying and I'll yeah. be like, oh, that's what they're saying. Actually, a very interesting thing that happened when I was watching Pretty Little Liars and watching subtitles was there was a part where um, it's early on in the seasons where Hannah is meeting with her father. Okay. Uh, it's season Shout one. Shout out to Rourke. Why'd you unfollow me on Twitter? <laughs> Bye. Because uh, he's the worst dad ever. <laughs> um, so he, she meets with him, and she goes into her car, and she puts on the radio, and it's the, the, the song ends up being attributed to A. Okay. In the show. Um, and what you hear as a, 
hearing person is a song that's kind of just like, oh, you're not, you're not good to me or whatever. Okay. But in the subtitles it says, are you even really my father? Like, who are you? You're not my real dad or something like that. And I was like, oh, what? What? Like, it was, it was such a, um... That's so interesting. It was a very interesting thing, too, because I was like, is it one of those things where um, a lot of times when a show airs, you're licensed to have music, but... um, For Netflix and... And for Netflix and stuff like that, but when shows were originally made uh, before Netflix became such a standard, you didn't negotiate that the music could be played in any type of streaming sense. So, I mean, it's something like, famously, the, the show The State. The MTV show The State had all of the 90s music at their hands when they first were on air, and they could use literally anything that MTV was playing as a music video, they could use that music. And then when they went to put it on digital and DVD, it took a long time to do so because the music rights were all... Like, they couldn't get anything because it was like, you're talking about Nirvana, The Breeders, like... Just, like, huge 90s bands that became main stage, like, a top dollar ticket, very expensive music. And also music rights negotiations were so different back then. Yeah. And then also, yeah, exactly. So that type of music at this point to negotiate use for, like, I mean, maybe not necessarily perpetuity, but, like, a whole new contract for, like, streaming on Netflix and other platforms either they're going to straight up say no, which some of those artists do, yeah. or it's going to be... Not even within, it's not be like, within the budget. Budgets, it's not be yeah. worth it. So a lot of times they'll go back and like what they did with the state was they put like totally different music underneath, but they tried to make it seem like feel nineties, the nineties kind of or the the same type of music, which happens all the time. As I always think about Dawson's Creek. Oh yeah, because Dawson's Creek thing. has such a recognizable, which you listeners will recognize from my insulin cat insulin alarm. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to wait. And that's such a, like, recognizable it was a 90s, 90s theme song. song yeah. But if you watch Dawson's Creek on Netflix, it's, it's a different song. Yeah, a completely different song. It was the original theme song mm-hmm. that was only used for the pilot. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward, they used the I Don't Want to Wait. And they only paid for it for the finale, I think. Or oh, like, yeah. They, they, it is in one of the Netflix versions, but it's only for, like, a... Th- one or two episodes yeah. because it was so expensive. So I wonder if there was a song, like when it originally aired, was it that song? And then when they went to Netflix, it was that? And then they just, or did yeah. somebody just completely mess up the Chiron when they were doing the closed caption? And they just put in their own sentiments? Yeah. They're just like, I hate Tom Marin. Oh, are you my father? That's so interesting. But, um... So I do think that closed captioning can be helpful, but I can also say that, like, it does ruin things because I was watching uh, Narcos on Mm -hmm. Netflix, and I had the same issue where it was speeding up and going faster than what I was watching. And even though it was in the same language that I speak, I found it very confusing, and I was like, oh, and it was difficult to watch. And I ended up shutting it off. And maybe that's one of the reasons why I didn't like it. I just also didn't like the narrator. Uh, I didn't like his voice yeah. and his the person that they introduced. 
But maybe it would be different if I yeah. listened to it without, I watched it without the closed caption. So yeah. it does very much skew the way that you look at it. I'm sure all the things that we think are ridiculous the way that they're saying would have come off much smoother if we spoke the language. I joked right. with Chelsea, I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if after we watched this we just know Turkish all of a sudden <laughs> we just start talking to each other in Turkish. And we don't even know and other people have to correct us. Like, are you so are you guys talking in I'm sorry, are you Turkish? We're like, oh wait, what oh, were we? Were we? That's so weird. I didn't even notice. So yeah, I'm glad we watched that. That was fun and exciting. And uh I seriously feel like I could fall asleep at this table right now. What is wrong with it? It's 9.55. Um, I feel like I could pass that down. It is really good wine. I feel like it's, it's a nice, cozy, like, this wine is like drinking a comforter. It's really yes. I was, I was uh, yawning a little bit as well. It's but, really good. Um, I think that we gave you a good uh, roundup of what Turkish You don't have PLL to watch is. Turkish PLL. If it, uh, you can cross that off your to-do yeah, list now, now you listeners. Can, you can act like you watched it. You can you be like, oh, Achelia. Oh, I know all about Achelia. Oh, Celine, that, that card. <laughs> um, but you should keep listening to all of our podcasts. Yeah, don't, don't listen to Turkish PLL, but listen to us. <laughs> and also, the reason... Right now, this week that that we're pre-recording is because when you guys are listening to this, um, I was taping my other podcast that I'm just going to launch called Call Us Crazy Yay! that I do with my friend Evan Morgenstern. He's hilarious. Has one of my favorite jokes of all time. He's very great. And um, so we're doing it live once a month and then pre-recorded. We're basically going to start doing it like every other week to begin with and see what happens. Maybe do more if we can handle it because Evan, I think, has like three other podcasts and obviously, you know, so it's like a whole thing. But it's something that's a passion project for us because we used to do it as a live show and then we shelved it because we were too busy and then Evan was like, let's bring it back as a podcast. But it's uh, very much a passion project because it's sort of just the goal is to uh, normalize and destigmatize disorders and dysfunctions. Yeah. And so Evan has severe OCD and I have Tourette, which I talked about at times. And, you know, obviously Sue and I are both sort of big yeah. advocates of normalizing disorders I mean, because go I back and listen to the PTSD, PTSD addendum. We, I mean, I think it's a great show. I've actually done Call Us Crazy when it when was it a was live, live show. show. And I was even going to, and I know you're going to be like, okay, Chelsea, you're just saying that because we're on a podcast. I was going to have you do the debut, but then I was like... Raquel's so much better. Well, <laughs> Raquel's not better. Well, Raquel's amazing. So basically Raquel's the first... crazy. Oh, crazy. Well, I was just crazy, like, then people are going to so be like, well, wait, it, it just is going to feel like we're doing Cabernet and Oliver again. But you're True. obviously going to do it very soon. Yeah, now I'll be on there, guys. And uh, so Raquel uh, Diapis, who I did her kid life crisis and she's been on uh cabernet oh she's been on cabernet that's right yeah you guys should all if you have a sense of humor at all go read the ugly volvo it's it's so funny um a parenting blog but i don't think it's it it, you don't have to have a kid to relate to it you don't have to want a kid you don't have to like and that's why i I said that she's the best kind of crazy because raquel makes um everything relatable so i'm very excited to listen to her and i'll be there supporting so you can hear my ridiculously loud obnoxious <laughs> laugh in the audience. Um, so, I'm very happy for you. Well, thank you. I'm very excited, and uh, I'm excited that you're going to be there on uh, t- on yesterday. When you, guys, <laughs> when you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, November 4th, we will have recorded it last night, and then we're going to release it Monday, November 9th. So check out Call Us Crazy Monday, November 9th. 
Um, you can follow us at Call Us Crazy Pod. And yeah, you guys, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. We're, we're going to be here every Wednesday for you. That's the thing that we want you to know no matter we'll what. We'll never leave you. There will always be a new Cabernet on A every Wednesday, even if it's just, you know, Tanuki scraping his <laughs> litter box. Litter box. never clean enough for him. Um, He's OCD, just like his mom. Uh, we love you for listening. Please rate us, and um, shout out to everyone who's just ever interacted with us ever. I love all we of love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye! Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?